0: Hey gang, my guest today is Tim Felton of the Surefire Soul Ensemble and they have a new album out September 27th, 2019, called Build Bridges. Go to CoalMineRecords.com and get a copy now. You can get pre-orders now, and they have a limited edition of their vinyl. C-O-L-E-M-I-N-E-R-E-C-O-R-D-S.com. CoalMineRecords.com. Also, check out our sponsor, Hello HellaModed.com. Moded is an embroidery and apparel website they make custom patches they have Wu-Tang patches they have pins they have pins of all kinds they have hats with Wu-Tang and you can get New York Yankees emblem inside the Wu-Tang go check them out also follow them on Instagram at modedhellomoded go to modedhellomoded.com m-o-d-e-d-h-e-l-l-a-m-o-d-e-d.com check them out today now on with the show Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Tim Felton of the Surefire Soul Ensemble. These guys are an amazing funk band. They are on Coal Mine Records. They have a new album coming out this Friday. Well, today is Wednesday uh, the 25th. So the Friday, it's officially out, but you can still get your pre-orders on now on a limited edition vinyl. Uh, Go to coalminerecords.com. I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can go directly to the spot we got a great conversation in store for you with tim but first let's talk about our sponsor Moted embroidery and apparel these guys got the wu-tang patches they got the they got the the blood in blood out pins they got funny patches they got custom patches they got head apparel or hats head apparel is the asshole's way of saying hat uh, so <laughs> go to ModedHellamoded.com, M-O-D-E-D-H-E-L-L-A-M-O-D-E-D.com and check out the store today. They're adding new stuff all the time. Also go to RainMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and check out the new album, 1018. Me and my wife had a, uh, a good time putting this album together and uh, we think you'll enjoy it. Go to RainyMystique.com and check it out now. Uh, you can also go check out WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. It's going. It's doing things. We're updating it all the time. We're also on Spotify and uh, wherever you get your podcast, Apple iTunes. You can leave a review. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, which I've been liking the Instagram lately because I've been putting up my little tutorial videos. So if you if you're interested in fun like fun, t- uh, it's like easy to intermediate stuff on a various array of instruments. I'm doing little tutorials, so go check it out. So today's talk, it, I had a great fucking conversation with Tim. I always love talking to him. You should definitely check out his uh, his Tuesday jams at uh, Rosie O'Grady's on Adams streets and in, in Adams streets in Ad, on Adams in San Diego California it's it's been growing I was out there a couple months ago uh, while on tour with Skanks Roots Project and it, it was awesome so go check it out every Tuesday at Rosie O'Grady's and he also has another jam at Panama 66 we talk about it in the talk here ladies and gentlemen Tim Felton hey hey what's up man
1: what's up mike how you doing
0: i'm doing well thank you so much for taking the time man i really appreciate it oh
1: yeah i appreciate you wanting to do this thank you
0: oh shit man yeah there is no secret that (laughs) that i constantly talk about your band all the time on my show so my listeners are full and well aware of who you guys are (laughs) because i constantly because i fanboy out but you guys got a new album coming out, and I wanted to talk about that because uh, I'm super excited. And it's been a couple of years, so uh, I want to just start out by, by asking, like, uh, between uh, what was it, "Out on the Coast" and 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 uh, "Building Bridges," what what uh, where have you seen growth, and where have you uh, what, what what is different? I guess
1: there there is there is a there's a big difference. Uh, we've got different different band members participating on this album we've got a new drummer jake nager and we've got a new bass player omar lopez so they really added a lot um to these songs um the songs actually started with with the former members but um when the new guys hopped on board we, we made sure um to you know make them appropriate and re- relating to the current group so we, we worked on them for you know played them out for another six months before we recorded them.
0: Oh, that's interesting so you were you're were testing the new songs out on on li- at live shows to kind of get a feel of how they go over
1: well, we'd been playing them for a, for a while with with the former members and and we had actually even even recorded them, but we had two guys that left the band, so when we got two new members um you know in order to keep everybody like stoked on the project i i didn't want to be releasing a record with like old old members old recordings so mm. it seemed seemed more appropriate to like work the songs out with the new members and and you know get our own take with the new guys on on those songs and then just re-record them
0: okay so so damn so you oh my god <laughs> so you went back and re-recorded some a few songs just so you could have the new guys beyond involved.
1: Yeah, a bu- a, bun- a bunch of songs. Wow.
0: That <laughs> that's uh that's ambitious, man, because but I mean, you have the luxury of kind of having your own studio to work with. So, that's nice, but uh, yeah. But still, that's a lot of work uh to go back how far along were the old members song were they like completely finished and then or uh, uh and, No,
1: they were they- they were still like, you know, clo- close, close to being done, but, um, yeah, I just didn't feel satisfied with with the recordings, and you know, having new members hopping on board, and plus, you know, Jake's like a next level. Jake and Omar both are like next level musicians, so they really helped push push this album to to being next level in my in my opinion.
0: That, yeah, those, those two are monsters. I mean Jake is just he's such a joy to watch play. like just and, and Omar too. I mean, I'm not taking away from anything. Uh, those two guys are monster players. Uh, so were you uh, were you doing a lot of the writing this time or were you were you kind of doing it how you were with the other albums which sort of have other songs introduced by the band members?
1: It's a it's a mixture of of me me starting a lot of the grooves and then um, our guitarist on the on the record Nick Costa he he brought in a couple and we and we flushed them out um, but uh, he he wrote a song Sucker Punch uh, in its entirety that was that was pretty much him I just like added my part to it but he he had written the horn lines and and and, and mostly everything else.
0: Yeah, Nick is a, Nick is a, he's a, besides being a hell of a guitar player, uh, he's a great composer too, man. Like I, I I was going through his feed actually the other day and just listening back to like some uh, compositions he did for movies and stuff and, uh, and I've had him on the show. So, but, but uh, I didn't realize that it went that deep with him. I didn't realize he was like, he, he took it to, to the, you know. To completion of that he's a great he's a great talent and he's funny as shit so that resonates with <laughs> yeah <me>. um <laughs> Definitely. so so with the new album you you got new players you got uh a new you know a new feel a, a new feel going on what, what was there anything different that you did recording wise in your techniques
1: um I guess we were in we're kind of in a new space we're in a, we were in a different room in the house where we were tracking uh the drums I moved into a bigger a bigger room so
0: within the house
1: within the house yeah okay. it's like in the in the den instead of in one of the bedrooms so
0: Oh, I got you. I got you. So so we're we're so the the setup that you recorded reina's is it the same then like that is that what you're yeah okay so it's, that... the, it's the same okay yeah. okay sweet by the way tim recorded reina's album my wife's i'm just letting people know uh so uh that's that's awesome man like fucking it, it you, you've been like pumping out bands and stuff out of your studio who are some of the acts you've been working with lately
1: Lately, um, I'm doing a project with uh, Steve Haney from Jungle Fire. Uh, it's called uh, Bubaza. B- and and that, that's that got some... It's got uh, Pat Bailey from Jungle Fire as well, Mike Duffy from Jungle Fire, and then Jake, Jake's on some tracks, and Om- Omar is on it too.
0: Is it going to be like a funk type of thing?
1: It's like synth afro synthy afro funk
0: oh that's tight <laughs>
1: keyboard and, and keyboard and percussion heavy and no. then uh i've i've been helping mix a record for uh la band uh, mestizo beat who's on they've released a 45 on, on coal mine so we've been working on two two re- mixing two records for them
0: oh sweet hell yeah that that's nice that's uh did, did uh did uh terry set that up is that something that like terry was like hey you're close enough to my guy here
1: well actually um nick costa left the band about a year ago so we needed a guitarist so we we got Lito from mestizo beat so he's been driving down oh wow to play with us, to play with us uh pretty frequently
0: and he's a murderer like that dude fucking slays
1: yeah <laughs> definitely uh
0: are you now on this album i know like the last album you took uh you record everything in the kitchen too, your studio but then took it over to audio design to mix did you do the same with this album or did you did you do it all in-house or at just, least the mixing
1: just kept it yeah it was all it was all here all in-house
0: and then and then you sent it out to your mastering house
1: yeah we use um Uh, jj golden golden mastering
0: dude incredible like thank you for that reference by the way because that was like and you know what's funny i i was listening to um i was listening to our album on spotify and then uh one day i was just listening i I was like i had the cd in the car and well my car sells a cd player uh one of the only cd players i have and i listened to it in the cd Jesus Christ! Like I, I didn't realize the depth of of what you're missing when you're when you're listening to an album on Spotify compared to something that's uh something that's mastered for like a CD quality. And, like I, right. I just like I, it was like listening to the album all over again, <clears throat> and I feel like we're getting so used to these uh, compressed files that they kind of stream at us. And uh, and we're kind of missing out on a lot of the a lot of space that's it, it, within these albums that uh, that just adds so much to it. I don't know how you feel about it.
1: No, I feel I feel similarly. Similarly, I guess I've kind of gotten used to doing the, the Spotify thing, but I I I mostly listen to either records at home or Spotify in the car. But yeah, I yeah I totally I totally agree. We are we're yeah for convenience we're, lo- we're losing a lot of depth and, and clarity
0: yeah convenience and, and like yeah and then i'm not even shitting on spotify i mean you know I, I do shit on spotify sometimes but i i i pay my bill every month you know <laughs> i'm still i'm still uh, a customer of, of theirs but it's uh it, it's weird man it's weird that we're kind of getting used to this like this flat flattened sound i mean and and it's good it sounds great it does it really does and and like to but like when you really hear the difference and if you actually have the ability to hear the difference like it's incredible the difference i mean like and so like it was like hearing the album for the first time out of gold uh jj goldman or what was it jj gold i forgot golden yeah gold yeah it's incredible they do such great work out there man so I I was gonna. So, your last, your guys' last single was Impeach the President. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, it was just like, yeah, like a digital single. And I, and I forgot to, I forgot to mention too. Um, oh, please. Cause he's been, cause he's been in the band for so long. Willie Fleming is, is new to this record as well. He's been playing with us for about, I think almost four, four years now. But uh, this is the first record that he's on. He he plays. Trombone, and then plays a little mandolin on the on the re- on this record as well.
0: Oh, and and vocals, he sings.
1: He, he sings with us live, but he's not he's not on vocals on on this record.
0: That's something new, right? The vocalist. That I don't I don't. That that's yeah
1: to yeah. For li- for live performances, for sure. Yeah yeah. Willie's been doing doing a great job, and, and we had uh we've ha- we had uh, Je- Jesse adello our sax player, uh sing sometimes too but yeah yeah willie's been killing it we're doing mostly mostly cover songs live you know it just helps add that that vocal element that most that most people need to grab onto or (laughs) want
0: (laughs) yeah for sure for sure um yeah that so so you're gonna have uh, a lot more vocalists on this album or at least you're gonna be featuring a vocalist on the new album
1: not on not on this record not on build bridges but oh wow um in the yeah it's all instrumental but okay. in the fe- in the future we're definitely going to have like b-sides of 45s with vocals on them and you know we yeah. did that we did a couple singles with with Kelly Finnegan from from Monophonics so we've got you know featured featured vocalists every once in a while
0: yeah yeah so yeah so you guys got singles out that that so the singles that you re- so is Impe- so impeach presence is not going to be on the album and
1: it's not. It's not on the record. It's looking like it's going to be on a forty-five sometime soon.
0: Oh, that's awesome! The it, so so then the the singles you guys released last year. What was it? Uh, El Nino and uh, what? Was, how do you even say that? Aragon.
1: Yeah, yeah, Aragon and El Nino. Yeah. So,
0: do, are those going to be on the album?
1: Yeah, they're on the album. First okay. two songs.
0: Oh, those are the first two. Wait, the uh, El Nino is the first song. Is that correct? Second. Second song. song. Okay, so I think I told you this sometime in the the quick passings that we've had in the past couple years, but it's like when I was interviewing Terry, he played the album because this was last year so i don't know how far along the album was but he was like i got a first mix of surefire and he played it during our interview and i heard the uh, el nino i was like jesus christ they have gotten so awesome like because that clavinet is just so great and and it totally just uh brings back uh just just it echoes uh poets poets of rhythm and and uh, i mean it was oh yeah just- it's like yeah definitely has totally. that psychedelic the, the intro is uh, fuck dude it's so good hey, can we play that song is that okay to play a song
1: oh yeah definitely
0: okay we'll play the song we'll be right back we're back okay so i just wanted uh, people to hear what i was talking about there that uh that fucking clavinet's so tight and so last i know your last album you were using uh you only i think you used the nord for the whirlitzer because your whirly was out of tune uh yes. so was the whirly if there is any whirly was was it the real whirly this time or were you still kind of leaning on the No, nord?
1: no, all. All vintage keyboards this time. Woo! The Whirly, the Whirly is in good good standing. So so is my Rhodes and Clavinet, and yeah, it's all it's all good. It's
0: all it's all the vintage goods. And uh, and and so if, for people who haven't listened to the first Tim Felton, which I was listening to it, and Jesus Christ, it was me asking you how to record an album. I was like, I was as, I was literally asking you how I should record in my studio. <laughs> so mm. I was just sitting there like, oh my God. It, well, I can't believe he's agreed to come back for this shit. But uh well, here you are. <laughs> so impeach mm. Impeach the President's the last sort of record you guys released and, and then leading up the um build bridges. Building bridges. Yep. Okay, so so. so uh Let's build. build bridges. Just build. Yeah. okay. And that's that's pre-sale right now, right? Is,
1: yeah it's out on street date september 27th
0: there you go okay so september 27th build bridges surefire soul ensemble i i still have to get my pre-order in because i definitely want that uh that green ass fucking vinyl that that looks slick man that looks real slick <coughs>
1: oh yeah That's nice
0: yeah dude it looks great uh, so I, I was just curious, impeach the president. Uh, I, I've noticed on your Facebook feed that you've been a little bit more vocal about about politics and, and or just in, in not politics because that's such a loaded fucking word these days. but just the uh, general state of of our country, I've been noticing you've been sort of chiming in, and then with this uh, song, I mean, is this a direct uh, call to action for our current situation?
1: Yeah, even before like anything came out about you know, well, there's so there's been so many things. There's just like layers. There's like onion onion level layers of like hypocrisy and um potential illegal criminal activity with with this with this guy. I mean, I'm sure it's it's been like that his whole life though. Um somehow we got the used car salesman snake oil fucking televangelist as our as our president. He, he's like you know, obviously, below average IQ, just buffoon. <laughs> and it's embarrassing, you know? So I, just I on the fact it. that, it's embarrass- that it's embarrassing alone was was where I was going with that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. It is embarrassing because it, especially coming out of, like, a really smooth-ass president like Obama, like... This dude's like singing Al Green and shit, <laughs> you know, like yeah. coming out of that. And 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 whether you d- agree or disagree with his politics, the motherfucker was smooth. I mean, people liked us again, you know. Or I'm saying other countries liked us again, coming because we were coming out of the Bush era. Which now is, you know, what's funny? I caught my wife saying, "Oh my God, George W. Bush is just turned into a cute old man." <laughs> I'm just like. That guy fucking is responsible for the death of so many people and like so many war crimes. But like, it's sad when we're like looking at George Bush as like the good old days. You know, like that was, that was like uh, yeah. almost digestible. And and now we're in this like really weird, divisive state of being where like fucking even me saying politics. As soon as I said that, it's like. I felt it like where it's just like this tightening up, you know? It's just like no like it's just this gross fucking word that's just gotten way out of control. Um so so you want you want to see this guy go. I mean, obviously the the name of the song is impeach the president and uh uh well <laughs> if and you've been feeling more vocal about things, um uh, is, is what what kind of triggered you to start being a little bit more vocal about, you know, the current state of affairs?
1: Um, I mean, it started as soon as he hit the scene in the debates, just, uh, you know, I mean, first of all, when, most of us n- didn't think that he even stood a chance. And, and the fact that he ended up winning was just like, I don't know, it seems like it's just like a s- slap in the face to like everything our, I thought our country stood for so you know i just feel feel like you gotta you gotta say something and we didn't we didn't write we didn't write this song it's a cover of a tune that came out uh in the during the nixon era you know
0: oh
1: and of course nixon uh wasn't he didn't end up being impeached to be removed He he resigned from office um but that's that's when that song came out and i think that's the, the closest that there's been in modern history to a president being impeached
0: right right it, you know it's it's weird because um cuz like I, i'm learning we're, you know at, in the aftermath of everything you're, we're learning that uh there was such a low percentage of voter turnout that that the i think like what was it it was such a low number but like those are the people who are are voting the people who are voting are like the lowest percentile and i mean i'm saying this all wrong there was such a low voter turnout that that uh you know most of the people who did show up were for the the cheeto asshole and and I guess I'm trying to tie this to something. My sister works polls, and there was a primary here in Ohio last night. And <clears throat> she said 5% of the people who sh- – uh, of the voters in her region or area showed up. So – and then she was like – and those 5% of people were like – just she was like i was the smartest person in the room and she's like and i'm not the smartest person she's like she's like this was uh she was like there's a problem here like five the the five percent of people who showed up were like (laughs) you you know and i'm not trying to say that people who show up and vote are dumb or anything it was just it kind of was this small microcosm of what's wrong with what's going on here is like no one's no one's showing up that's the problem no one's showing up to vote no one's so so uh when people are talking shit about where we're at right now it's like well fuck dude we're kind of talking shit about our whole country because our whole country kind of dropped the the ball on this one
1: because no one's fucking voted. and yeah and i I think there was a lot of apathy because at least in 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 as far as my feelings i felt like We've already had we already had eight years of Clinton administration in the '90s. Why why are, are we being forced to have you know the Clintons again as as our as our president? It's like it's all that's some oligarchy like like ruling family shit. Like that's that's not what I want.
0: No, no, and, and you're right. The the choices were to quote. To quote South Park, "Between a fucking douche and a turd sandwich," It's like, I, it's, you know, there was no real choice there. So yeah, there was obviously a big part of it where people were just turned off from even being like, "Why am I participating in something that is is just absurd?" But, I mean, I don't know. I I I, I know it's lesser of two evils is still evil, but it's it's still less evil. <laughs> But I don't know. Who knows? You know, who the fucking knows? I mean, well, I do know. I do know that at least we wouldn't have some fucking buffoon dragging this country through the mud. But not Yeah, I don't. Yeah. We got into that kind of deep there. We don't have to stay here at all. Um, So I I wanted to bring this up, too. I think I've told you this story, too, because uh, uh, after our first that first time we got together, I was like, "Holy shit!" I do know this guy. Like, we've totally it way back in Genius of Soul days. I um, I tried out, and and I was terrible. I was a terrible guitarist. I was trying out for guitar for your band, and um, right. and and it it was just all bad. But like, we ended up. I like came out to your your jam. I think you. It, what was that place called? You had a jam out at Canaan's K- Cadan. What the fuck was that place called?
1: Cadan, K- yeah, Cadan.
0: Could not, yeah, and like I went out there, I jammed, and you know it was fun. And then I remember you coming over, and you were playing my Nord, and you're like, "Oh, I like this thing." And <laughs> do you do you remember that at all? Like I, I I don't think you do. I think you said you didn't. But
1: no, I I, I think I, I think I've just smoked so much <laughs> weed in my life that I can't remember anything besides. You know, yeah. stuff from cer- from certain <laughs> eras eras of my life.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean because I, I was like I can't even remember like really what happened last week. So it, it, it's just funny that the, the stupid things that we remember. But like I, it, it, but I remember I just did terribly. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That was just – that I just wanted to bring that up for no reason. You know what I feel like right now? I feel like – you remember that Chris Farley um, sketch that they would do where Chris Farley would interview people, but it would be like uh, – he would interview, like, Paul McCartney and be like, do you remember that time when you're in that band, the Beatles? And, and Paul McCartney would be like, yes. And you'd be like, that was great. It, it was just Chris Farley. That's how I feel right now. Like, I feel like I'm just – Saying things at you, uh, so nah, man. So t- tell me about tell me how Rosie O'Grady's is going because you got this uh this every Tuesday you got a jam, which is a weekly thing. I got ha- hats off to you. A weekly jam is is a hard thing to maintain. So how how's it going, man?
1: It's go- it's going really well, actually. Um, a lot of people. There's a there's a Monday night ja- uh, straight ahead jazz jam there as well and we've been getting a lot of people including the host from that coming out and showing support for it so it's been it's been really cool and plus we've got this hammond organ that myself and and a few other people bought and have been maintaining and we leave it we leave it there at at rosie's
0: the, which is amazing like that to just have a uh just a just a fucking it's a b3
1: it's a c three C three
0: c three just to have a c three on deck uh now, do you have to bring a Leslie in or do you, do you bring a Leslie in?
1: The Leslie is there, the Leslie, the bench, the organ it's all oh shit cables. It's all there
0: it's <laughs> that's that's just sexy like like that's just a great like uh a decoration in general just when you walk into a place that there's <laughs> hey there's a hammond over there there's a c three just fucking chilling all ready to go. So so it's
1: it's it's unfortunately not all ready to go. I do have to break it down. Oh, and set it and set it up every time. But it's better. It's better than having to load it in and out of the car every time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no shit, man. Those things are ball busters. Do you uh you mostly gig with your uh with your Nord?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I, I, I give it up to those guys who still like lug out their, uh, their, their equipment and shit. Like, I, I, don't know why. I, I mean, I know why. I mean, obviously, because it sounds great. But like, I just don't know why you'd want to do that to your equipment. It's just lug that, uh, or do that to yourself. Uh, did you used to? Didn't you used to bring
1: your shit out a lot? I, I'm, I'm... I did. I, I did, but it just got. It, yeah, my back really couldn't couldn't handle it after a certain point, and it's it's you know it's hard getting even anyone because I couldn't do it by myself, so it's even hard like being like, hey, you want you want to help me load the organ? People are like, eh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll meet you there, bro. <laughs> yeah yeah that that shit that shit's crazy the uh have you ever seen have you seen people i don't know how they even do it but they somehow they make it portable like i've seen some people have it in like road cases where it's almost the bottoms chopped off or something is that a thing that's a thing yeah
1: that's very common and then you can it's it's easier to to move it by yourself although i'm i'm probably still not strong enough (laughs) To do to do it, so I'd still need some kind of help moving a chop.
0: <clears throat> so that that's just a, what they just they just cut the bottom off. Like, do you know what goes into that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, you just get rid of two hundred pounds of the case or one hundred fifty pounds of the case, and make sure that all the internal electronics is up in the the top part of it, um, and then you and then you could uh, you put it on some sort of stand.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I, like, I would be so afraid to to even attempt that. I, I, that's just beyond me. That's just not what I'm doing. <laughs> so, what? What? You got any new gear since the last time we talked? Anything? Anything sexy? Recor-
1: recording or
0: G- whatever.
1: <laughs> I got a, a vibraphone. That's pretty nice.
0: Oh, that is nice. I like that. Right. Is it going to be on the new album?
1: Uh it's not on the third, but it'll be on the fourth album i didn't have it for the third,
0: yeah oh yeah, because you've been kind of you how long has the uh bill bridges been finished
1: ooh a long time. <laughs>
0: yeah, cause I was gonna because because I don't know maybe when I was listening to it with Terry when you had those first rough mixes or whatever you sent him at the time, um I mean, it sounded great, but uh what it was that like the first version of the album or would that have been like the al- version of the album with all the new players i guess this would be last year in the winter or something maybe even 2000s i don't know <laughs> no so, it, was, <laughs> it was it was it
1: was it was the new guys i'm i'm sure it was the new guys okay. and uh and we i think we got our masters back for this about A little over a year ago.
0: Okay, so it's been a while. It's been what what was the why? Why did you wait this long? Or why did you guys all decide to wait this long to release it?
1: Well, it was it was just you know, coal mines been growing steadily, and they've got a lot of artists. So you know, just and they moved too. So there was just like you know, just some delays because of the move and and you know other other artists that that had stuff ready and you know, it just it, it took a while. But we've got we've got other stuff in the works and we're hoping to have some more some more music coming, you know, after this is out in a month. We'll have other stuff falling falling up not too long out, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. No. It's and it's like it's like when you get something done, people are always like, What's next? What are you doing next? It's like, Well fuck, dude, I just <laughs> got this shit but you literally so how how deep are you into the next album
1: well we've got uh a live record that we that we recorded at panama 66 we were we were recording it to do some promo videos um and the audio ended up just coming out really good so it's looking like we're going to be doing a live record
0: oh dope yeah and oh and i had the honor of being there that's nice i think that was the one right you guys were filming and doing and there was dancers and shit
1: in may yep you were there exactly Uh,
0: that's fun that that's that's very fun uh so uh what were you guys using to record like how i'm just curious
1: it was this guy um I only met him that day i think his name is jesse orlando local Audio engineer. He had a bunch of dynamic mics, and I brought some some dynamic mics. And then he had like a, I think a, an AKG two fourteen. That that was the or either maybe it was a three fourteen. That was the overhead for the drums. Mm. So we just used the one one condenser as an overhead on the drums, and a bunch of like close miked dynamics. And then he had a another. I think I think he had an an omni position one. one Crowd mic that was back fifty feet from us, hmm. so I think it was like eighteen channels total. We went direct with the bass, which is always nice to be able to get get that. um But yeah, it came out really good. I ended up because because it, it was close mic. I ended up adding some a little bit of processing, like some like some reverb and and whatnot. But it sounds like I mean besides like the the clapping and and the occasional like crowd noises it sounds like it was recorded in a studio almost
0: oh that is so dope man i i love that when things just happen like that it's just like well this is good enough for fucking that yeah and i mean and the promo videos are good too so what are you gonna are you gonna be just self-releasing that or is, are you gonna have coal mine re- be releasing that or how are you how did you want to release this
1: well i've been t- i've been talking to terry about it it looks it looks like coal mine's gonna is interested in releasing it so needs to get some get some artwork going and we'll we'll get it moving.
0: That's tight, man. Like I I really, really enjoyed talking and hanging out with Terry and um and just just like the vibe. Like he's just like he's just a lover of music and he just wants to and and the fact that he's able to grow it and like sustain it and like you know and always having awesome new releases it's just it's incredible man that's an incredible fucking place and 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 it's a record store so (laughs) so that's really nice as well yeah uh they moved they moved locations are they still in loveland
1: still in loveland just like down the street and around the corner.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So they just moved. Okay. Man, that that works. Shit. I mean, don't have to go too far. So, what what what, what are you are you going to be um are, are you trying to or do you want to do like longer extensive tours cuz I know you run up to San Francisco and you do the boom boom room up there and uh but uh have you uh, have you th- wanted to or do you have a want to uh go further and and take the band out for an extended period
1: um i don't know if it's financially feasible at this point in my life me being 40 year old with a with a wife and a and a little baby girl who's who's going to be born here in the next two months so
0: congratulations by the way
1: thank you it's just uh it's a little bit of a challenge because, as a a less experienced touring unit, um, you know you don't get offered the greatest guarantees, and you really have to, you know, promote and hope for the hope for the best turnout in order to make things work out financially. So I think concentrating on on recordings like like we have been, and and you know some more. Promo videos, maybe just playing mostly Southern California. And unless we get some like crazy good offers to like fly fly in somewhere or something, I think that we'll probably be just hanging out around here for the next little bit.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you guys are doing great from there, anyways. Like you, you know, like you guys are doing. You guys are wonderful. Uh, so how how was how was the baby? How is the how are you? How have you been processing the baby? Like. Uh, what, what's that been like for you?
1: Well, it hasn't, to be honest, it hasn't fully hit me yet. I mean, I I can imagine, um, I don't know how it felt for you, but I think it's just gonna, I mean, we're, we're, we're like setting up the room and then, and now we started going to these classes at the hospital where they kind of explain and and it's really I just went to the first one and it was really insightful for me actually to be like oh so that's what's going on inside (laughs) of Uh, my body." the the progression of this
0: how much experience have you had with children
1: uh just uh um my uh, my sister and my and uh, my brother-in-law have a couple of of young ones but my sister lives pretty far away so i only see her kids every every once in a while every couple years and then uh my brother-in-law Dexter lives down the way he's he's got a 5-year-old and then a, a newborn mm. but most but a lot of my friends don't really have kids just just a couple of them so i i'd say i have i have less experience with with really young kids especially like newborn age I, i've taught piano lessons to like younger kids like age 6 you know and and up but as far as like newborns i've got like Zero experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no. It, it's a, it's a trip. So, are, how how are you feeling? Like, is it? Uh, are are you scared? Are you? uh I, I mean, because I know personally, I was scared shitless. Like, I I mean, especially like the like uh in in the anticipation. I mean, because you guys are getting close. You got a couple months left here. Right. Like, as we got closer to the date, like, I know my anxiety, but I'm just an anxious asshole, anyways. But, uh, I, I, like, leading up to the hospital and the whole fucking thing, like, I was terrified. I, I don't know how you're feeling. You, you might have your shit together a little better than me. So, how are you feeling about it?
1: I, f- I feel pretty good. I guess I just probably have some of the, the common worries, like, or cause, cause, you know, I, sometimes you hear the, these stories about oh you're not gonna you're not gonna sleep for like six months or <laughs> you know, just like the financial factor of it, I know yeah. I don't you know these are, there's a lot of unknowns as far as like mm. the, the costs and whatnot and and you know that those are the kind of things that that worry me, but mostly I just feel like we're we're pretty blessed to be able to have this happening, and um you know i'm I'm excited.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it is a blessing, man. And, 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 uh, I I wish I would have had that perspective going into our pregnancy because like it was, it was just mostly be being on my own ass, which is so stupid because, you know, there's a whole nother person with a person inside of them who, who needs support. It, you know and, and not to say I was't an unsupportive asshole, but I could have been more i I could have been a little bit more present, I think but but uh the the that whole not sleeping for months, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. I mean that that I mean because because you got to think every 2 hours that baby needs to eat. And if you're sleeping in the same room as the baby and your wife, then then you're going to be woke up too. And I mean you I mean it, it it's it's rough. It's rough. And are you still doing the um are you still working with the uh the the TV channel or radio channel? Oh, you were working uh
1: KPBS. I don't work for them, but I work on that program, Away with Words, the radio show, still.
0: Oh, okay. So you're still doing engineering for a program for a show on there. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay, I still do that. I I teach it at City College this this history history of rock class. So oh no shit. Be, yeah,
0: that's interesting. Are do you have a master's degree?
1: No, I just I just happen to know this gentleman that runs the department there, and um, I do have a. A bachelor's degree in music, and I do have a lot of experience in in the field and in, in various areas, including working for for TV and radio and recording and all of that. So he just we just got like a a requirement waiver against the uh, the master's degree.
0: Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Maybe that's something that shouldn't be public. I'm, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing i'm sure i'm sure it's fine like whatever you did uh no that that's dope dude that's really cool are you enjoying that like the the professorial role
1: yeah that's that's really fun being able to help influence young people especially i feel in this era of i don't even know what to call this era of of popular music <laughs> i'd I, I I don't know. It's just, uh, and I, I'm trying to not sound like my grandpa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, man! Old Town Road, bro. It, it's a mixture of country and hip hop. It's country hop. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. I'm just sort of like sitting here because, like, just because of what I do. Is, like, I talk to a lot of young. Especially, I talk. I've been talking to a lot of young rappers. And it's just like they'll be saying like little chingy or like fucking uh, big stank or whatever the fuck it is. Like, I don't know who the fuck is. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about, bro. But like, I'm not really interested either. But but, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's weird because it's I feel like anybody who has like a fucking computer now can just shit something out and and it, and with all these like um you know these drum drum packs that you can get and it's like you don't even really have to write anything anymore you can just sort of throw these loops on and just say oh i made this you know like apple loops and just and then rap over it so like i feel like there's this sort of this uh i don't know just like this saturation and, and every i mean every sense you know digital uh, digital recording has become more affordable this has kind of been where it's going but like it's even more so now i don't know how do you feel about all of that
1: i i mostly don't pay attention to <laughs> a lot of stuff so i'm probably not the best person um to comment on on all that because because i I like vintage tones i like vintage recording techniques although i do like the the editing abilities of of pro tools and 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 being able to mix and totally recall my mixes you know i like i like those aspects of the of the digital era i guess i guess I i got my chops like 15 or 20 years ago so um i don't know i I like ableton live though i I use it for for making demos i think the work the workflow on it is pretty awesome and being being able to try out different ideas really really quickly
0: dude i totally fucking agree with you on that i loved ableton for that purpose alone just just the flow of it like once you get you know once you learn that program and it, it like you. I just feel like you can. You just are able to just shit things out and and just keep moving. Especially when when you're saying you're demoing and just sketching out ideas. It just is. It was great for that. You know what I don't like? I don't fucking like Logic. I I don't. It's like uh, it. It's okay and it's fine and it works fine and I have to use it because that's what I'm working with now, just out of circumstances. But I did not like the learning curve of it, and I didn't like—I uh, don't know. There was a lot that I didn't care for. And you use Pro Tools, right? That's what—that's what you said.
1: Yeah, that's that's like my main, yeah, my main mixing environment. Yeah.
0: What? Where did you? Uh, where did you learn to do all that stuff? Was that in school? In college? Yeah, just
1: at, at, at yeah at San Di- at San Diego State.
0: Uh, what 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 did you learn Were you learning the digital aspect of it or were you learning the the analog aspect of it both oh okay yeah i I kinda learned some stuff over at city at city college. But I learned a lot of stuff, but it was mostly all digital. But that was what was cool about the city college was that they had the console and they had like, you got to go through it and and figure, you know, what, learn what a patch bay is because people don't, you know, people don't know what patch bays are. Yeah, You know, everything's so fucking digital now, like you just sit on your laptop and do whatever. But, uh, you know, it's part of the problem, but it's also awesome. So where's the balance? I don't know. Maybe you. Maybe you Tim, maybe you're the balance since you have <laughs> this this uh you cuz you do marry the two rather well. Uh you know, you you capture on Thank analog. You. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck it. Uh you capture on analog and then dump into pro tools and then you're able to edit everything digitally and uh that's a that's a I think that's a great balance of of how to handle that. And you you're not looking for new synth plugins and stuff. You're Yeah, have you <laughs> do you have any uh, old synths?
1: I I just have No, not old, but I've got the new Behringer knockoff of a Moog, and I kinda like it a lot.
0: Oh dude, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, dude, Behringer gets a lot of shit, but if they fucking they have some fucking fire shit for affordable for for the price. It, like uh, I think yeah. you know what, I think you were telling me you you like use a Behringer delay pedal, right? It's just like a Behringer analog yeah. or something.
1: You're like the, I don't give the a analog f- delay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I don't the give one. a
0: fuck. It's twenty dollars. <laughs> it's like it sounds great, but no. Exactly. I, I have a I have a Behringer um, I have a Behringer just one of those small Behringer mixing boards that. I mean it sounds really good like it fucking it, like I'm able to clean things up rather well in live settings and and it, I am I'm, I'm okay with Behringer. Uh what what's the model do you remember the model of what you got?
1: Mm not off not off hand but it it's just like the mini Moog What are clone those What whatever. are these
0: what are those running? Do you know how much the well you probably know how much you paid for it? <laughs>
1: Three 300 bucks
0: jesus christ that's amazing that's great yeah
1: it's just uh it's it's like a it's like a rack rack module you don't need to put it in a rack but it's it's midi you got to hook up like a midi keyboard to it but yeah it's it's awesome it's got a bunch of bunch of filters and uh different oscillators it, it, it sounds pretty damn good for 300 bucks
0: fuck yeah man fucking behringer man how dare they? Well, Tim, I know, I know you got a limited time with us, so uh, can we play Impeach the President, and then we can wrap up?
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: All right. Let's listen to Impeach the President, and we'll be right back. just talk about discussion. back so tim the 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 new album it's out uh can
1: you give me the date again september 27th
0: and pre-orders are going on right now now is there a, can they go through the surefire website or should they go through the coal mine website where should they go to, to start pre-ordering
1: uh for pre-orders yeah go, go to the coal mine coal mine website what,
0: what is their website is it CoalmineRecords.com?
1: Shit. I believe so, and they should they should be showing up in your local record stores if they're not there already. They, yeah. Oh shit! So
0: so you got distribution uh, nationwide now? Worldwide. Worldwide. Holy shit! Has it been like that for a while, or just for this album?
1: Yeah. No. Coal, yeah. Coal mines had had distribution the whole the whole time we've been with them, but I think it's uh it's a lot more than than it was i think they've grown they've grown a lot
0: that is fucking awesome dude congratulations man that is so cool because last time i was talking to you we kind of broke you were kind of breaking down the deal what kind of deal you guys got with them and and at that time i mean because like in the last couple years even they've just just kept growing and growing and growing i mean they grew out of their old space since i've talked to them so it's just so fucking cool man i love watching this shit and so surefire soul ensemble's new album build bridges will be in a record store near you wherever the fuck you are so just go get it it's it's gonna be amazing um the fucking the two songs we played on well uh wait a second. we played uh, el nino and um uh, and um uh, fuck impeach the president so impeach the president won't be on there but El nino is so that's a great example of a great tone of how this album's probably been. i'm excited man i really am excited and and uh hell yeah, yeah man thanks. i'm fucking i'm rooting for you guys and fuck yeah dude what did you come out with a name for your baby yet
1: uh yes we have uh, her name's gonna be samantha k
0: samantha k oh samantha k felton that's beautiful man I, I'm i'm really happy for you dude and like you know like Thanks, i love what you guys are doing and i might be out in in san diego in november i might be out there for a, a rosio great how do i get on that how do, do i just be like hey tim what's up
1: just come, just come out and tell me take a look at we uh our our jam jam session is a little bit different in that we have kind of like a a 30 song song list that we pull from so just Take a look on there, learn learn a few of the tunes, and just let me know which ones you want to hop up on.
0: Okay, sweet. Hell yeah. And then fucking, I'll make sure to do that. And and then the Panama 66 jam, that goes, that's a monthly thing?
1: Second and fourth Sundays.
0: Okay, so two times a month. So that's still going strong, too.
1: Yeah. That's so almost- yeah, six six times a month, hosting some funky jam sessions with strong strong players in the style in this area and uh you know it's a, it's a good time.
0: Uh have you had uh, anybody come through that was just like on tour just like to come sit in? I'm
1: trying to think if we not not on tour per se but we have had uh several local re- renowned people come through which is which is always nice. Yeah, that is nice. You know, on on this record we we were joined by so, you know some some new musicians. Um, a couple guys left. um, Our drummer Pete Williams and bassist Matt Labarber. You know we all love those guys, but they felt it was time for them to step out. So in order, and we had done you know some recordings with them, but in order to like get the new guys involved and feel like you know it was going to be these guys were going to be in in the project now, and you know we hadn't you know these these. Recordings weren't finalized, so we decided to, you know, re-record these songs with the new members after we had played them together for, you know, several months and kind of, like, developed our own rapport with them.
0: Right on. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, fucking, I, I love that idea, by the way. I love that you went out and worked the songs out. It was like, it reminds me of something like a comedian's do, just sort of like they have to go work it out in front of people or, or just, but you guys were just trying to find the groove and find where you guys fit together. But I think that's such a good idea. I like it.
1: Yes. Yeah, I usually, I usually develop my, my, you know, you figure out who's going to, sol- who's going to sound best soloing on these songs and. Yeah. You start to like, cause, cause you want to experiment with it every time you're playing it and you just start to develop like these little things that can end up being in the, in the recording, you know?
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i mean and, and the, the fun you know there was another thing i was going to ask you like when you're going out for live uh songs when you're doing your these songs live are you kind of uh are, are you a uh are do you like to go strictly by the record or do you like to leave room for improv i mean obviously people who are soloing and stuff the solo sections are improv improvised, but uh for, for the re- do you, do you like to keep it tight to the original song or do you like to just sort of experiment and see what happens
1: we you know through through these jam sessions actually we'll, I'll, I'll, thro- I'll i'll usually throw in new tunes that we're working on so we ended up end up working some of these tunes out during these jam sessions and also i'll throw some older ones on, on there as well so we can experiment with them a little bit just so we can end up bringing a fresh approach to them um usually it's not like it's not like probably as as experimental as we could be I, I do like having some of it tight it's nice for for dancing and whatnot and you know not not have every song be too long but we, d- we definitely try and open a couple of them up to you know experimentation at each show
0: yeah hell yeah Right on, man. Well, I I appreciate it again. You have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk soon.
1: You too, Mike. Sounds good. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Tim. I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking about that new album, Build Bridges, that is out September 27, 2019. Get your pre-orders right now. And uh, they got the limited edition vinyl. Go to coalminerecords.com. C-O-L-E-M-I-N-E-R-E-C-O-R-D-S.com. Check it out. Uh, remember, the links will also be in the show notes. So. You can go just push that button right there and it'll take you right there. (laughs) Also, go to modedella Our sponsor, Moded uh, Embroidery and Apparel, they got that shit going on with those Wu Tang patches. You can go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.com, check it out. Follow us on Instagram at WeSpeakEnglishGood and also on Facebook by the same. That's it. We're done. Be good to your fellow human beings. H.J.'s for everybody. Peace.